oh, this is the shit that made me mad. This is, I don't know, this is my environmental shit. So I was running yesterday and I saw these people just stopped. And then I look and there was a coyote. So there's like, so so there's coyotes in San Francisco. And coyotes, they're actually, they don't give a fuck about people. Like they don't care. Mm -hmm. But like small dogs, they will like attack them. So I like try and be thoughtful about that. But like, yo, they're like, coyotes are just like, yo, what are you doing here? Like, just leave me alone. So all these people were looking at the fucking coyote. And then like, they were like in between, like I was about to run in between the people and the coyote. So I stop and then I just like walk and the coyote just like looks at me and like looks away. Um, Mm -hmm. However, one of the freaking idiots, like he's eating a sandwich and then he puts down some food. And I just like look at them. I'm like, yeah, I don't think he's supposed to feed them. And he's like, oh, he looks hungry. And I was like, <laughs> yo, like fucking Darwin Awards. Like, I hope that coyote, like, yo, like, don't feed wild <laughs> animals. Do not feed wild animals. It's just like that should yeah, just be that's... like an innate thing in your head. And like, what do you mean the fucking coyote looks hungry? Like, are you a be- animal behaviorist? <laughs> Like, People humanize everything. Like, they try to put a human face and in, in, in emotions and everything. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. He thinks this coyote looks hungry. So stupid. The coyote looks hungry. Yo, I swear, I was like, I don't know. I was just like, I like looked at the coyote. I was like, if you're gonna do what you're gonna do, like go ahead, like take take him, take him. <laughs> like, like am I yeah, crazy? Now people are dumb. Um, and like you said, the darn awards are. They exist for a reason. People people don't learn from history. So then your man just puts a sandwich out there and then they all just like stare. Like if the coyote is gonna come and eat it. Oh, okay, gotcha. I thought the coyotes were just staring at the sandwich. No, the coyote just the coyote was just trying to chill. Uh, I see. Yeah. Sorry, that's my passionate uh animal rights. Nah, that's weird. It's it's weird and um I don't wanna wish bad on anybody, but I'd like to find out what happens with this uh, this whole situation down the road. Welcome to Microaggressive. Two friends, two coasts, too much to talk about. BG in San Francisco. It's Jay from BK. I came back from this trip, this uh, seven-day cruise, Caribbean cruise. We did, uh, what did we do Mexico, two spots, and we did Cayman Islands, and we did Jamaica. We were supposed to do Cuba, but again, because of the yeah. uh, fuck Trump, Trump is asshole policy, we didn't have that. But we did get a uh, four hundred dollar cash credit back, which was good. And then we did three excursions. We had planned for Cuba. So we got that money back. So we had like $700 in the, uh, in the credit on the boat. So we were balling, you know, um, drinks all the time. We had this package where you could get all the free beers that you wanted up to $6. I think that was the package. Um, and then if you got anything additional, like uh mixed drinks, long and iced tea or whatever, you had to pay $10. But like I said, we had like $700 in the account. So we were, we were balling. Yeah. And we weren't right, thinking about percent- money. What percentage of your time were you not with your kid? Oh, so that's the other thing. <laughs> Obviously, 
if you're planning a couples cruise, don't bring your kid. Um, we're basically his tour guide for the entire time. Yeah. So if you're not good at math, couples means two, not Everywhere, two plus yeah, a little one. Yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> don't want to make you mad. Some people find it hard to uh, cut the strings. I do not, but we. Um, it it was cool. It was cool having him there. He got to see some stuff. I took pictures to make sure there's documentation because there's no way he's going to remember this when he gets uh, older. But um, he did hit up, you know, five spots and he's done the DR before he's done Puerto Rico. So he's pretty much locked on all the Caribbean islands, all the major Caribbean islands. Um, Your kid has more of a passport at age three than I did at like age 20. You're going to, he'll have time to uh, take a little break because the next couple of trips I uh, do, I want them to be a couple of trips. I want to do Amsterdam. I want to go back to Thailand. Um and I'm thinking of a third trip. I don't know. Oh, speaking of which, I'm going to a family reunion in North Carolina in two weeks or two months. Two weeks. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> the big ass difference. Two weeks and two months. <laughs> I already bought the tickets, so it's coming up and I got the days off. So um I'll let you know how that goes. But the trip was cool. Apparently the cruise line that we did was a um Italian cruise line. I'd never heard of it before. Um food was really good. Uh the people on the Boat were really good. They were polite. They loved uh, Little Jay. He was the uh, star attraction. Um, staff was nice. I already said that. Uh, the ports we did, Costa Maya. That was uh, Mexico. Um, Georgetown, Cayman Islands. And I forget where in Jamaica. But uh, everybody was nice. Every port we got off was straight. Um, this is a place called Ishgaret, which is in Mexico. That was really nice. It was like an amusement park. With like a wildlife preservation, but also a like a lake running through the entire park. So if you wanted, you could just float through the entire park and just get out and see all the sights. I thought that was pretty good. Ishkare was the name of it. Um, what else? Yeah, that's it. We had to fly to Miami. Um, shout out to Delta, I guess. <laughs> I feel like this is uh this segment brought to you by Microaggressive Travels. <laughs> well, it doesn't happen often. Um, I know. It's been like Look, two years. You actually, your voice sounds like you're like lighter. You sound less New York pissed off right now. You know what? That's interesting because I feel like that's true. First off, I got that golden uh, sun-kissed uh, God's people tan on me, so I'm feeling good about that. And then on yeah, top of that- Yeah, uh, light skin. See, you ain't light skin, but you tan. I got that, that honey now, that honey complex. <laughs> <clears throat> I just get from like crispy to like extra crispy. <laughs> It's but it's good like, to get that sun on you. Like it's exactly I, true. I'm I realize how deficient I am. What is it in vitamin? Uh, vitamin what's the vitamin D? U? Vitamin, vitamin D. K. Yeah, a. One of the two. Anyway, I don't get enough of it. Yeah. That should so. give you rickets or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it felt good to be out. Um, yeah, I felt lighthearted. Um, like I said, everybody on the uh, flight and the cruise for the most part was international. So it was like a lot of Italian people, I think, on the cruise, and a lot of Egyptian people. But everybody was nice. Um, everybody was nice. So I did you ask? Did you ask the Italian people if it was racist if your son calls people goombas? No, I did not. But no. these Italian people had a habit of um, seeing their friends or their Italian patriots. Uh, they would people. call them over and they would uh, be like, "Oh, Italiani, Italiani," and they would just bring them and cut the front of the line. So I, I, uh, I fought that part of Jay and I didn't do what I would have did if it was in New York. And I'm like, you got we're all going to get on the boat. You got so weeks on relax. <laughs> I'm trying to like, I'm, I'm trying to fight that side of me. So like I said, and you, you called it perfectly. I got back to, um, 
New York and I have been calm. I've really been thinking about like all the bullshit that you take on when you live in America and then live in New York City. So I'm still feeling free and light and I'm trying to keep that going for as long as I can. So I'm very proud of you, my friend. Very proud of you. We'll see. Um, Yeah. So what'd you do? In my absence, like, how did you cope? How did you make it? Like, I was getting a tan and, you know, in the Caribbean and shit. You know, what, what was you doing? Um, I was not doing anything as exciting. What was I doing? Uh, I don't know. I was up in, um, I was in upstate New York. I think that was before you went. I don't know. Like, way upstate, like north of Syracuse. Yeah, um, yeah man. Shout out to, shout out to, getting up to the sticks man this is not not the same as the caribbean but yeah it was good to get out for a couple of days and just i don't know man just be in nature and shit and get away from all this crap and mm-hmm. you know i like uh, i flew into syracuse uh my people picked me up and was like all right was hungry so we were hungry we went to a diner and uh three of us ate for like thirty dollars the other day i was in a diner in like near my house in san francisco two people just getting like eggs and like coffee and tea and shit. It was like $50. I was just like, why do I live here? B? I believe you. It's like, I got to get back to like normal life. Um, but shout out, shout, biggest excitement when I was up there and uh shout out to memories of being a fat kid. Carvel. <laughs> oh, Yo, uh, they had Carvel. Ice cream. Remember that commercial? <laughs> I've heard that in years. Yeah. Tell me how I was in upstate New York for like, three days or four days and went to Carvel like three times. Um, no shame. No fucking shame. Shout out to Carvel. For those that don't know, is uh, I think it's only in New York, only in like the Northeast. Is it? Uh, oh, okay. Soft serve, ice cream cakes. Um, remember those like, um, those uh, they called cake. them UFOs. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. So, yeah, man. So this is going to be a perfect segue to I'm not feeling like I'm in summer shape, perhaps going to Carvel three times in four days <laughs> was adding to that. But uh, yeah, man, uh, you'll notice I'm not coughing anymore for the first time in like two months. Mm, that's good. So like the bronchitis, whatever the hell I had. Yeah, I think it was like that weekend, man, I just like slept, ate, a um, little bit of drinking. Um, yeah, we old men. This wasn't like no wild bachelor party shit. Um but yeah, man, just that rust, yo. So uh that's the uh that's the new that's the new joint for, for the summer. Just uh rest up and be easy until all the bullshit adds up again. <laughs> um what did I do? I'm trying to think of interesting shit I did when I was in uh Is this just gonna be the the humble brag episode? Are you just gonna like talk no, about No, I'm vacation? trying to think of like interesting topics. Oh, I tried Mexican Viagra. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> So what happened was, um, I think the last day we lost oh. our Cuba stop, and what they did was they took us to, basically, it felt like an island that was dedicated to tourists, and I think a lot of these cruise lines are like just buying islands and making water parks and doing all this stuff. So um, we went to the island, and I walked past, because it's like, oh, medical supplies, pharmacy, and it's like oh, uh, Trazodone, um, like these pain medications and all this stuff. And then it's like Viagra and Cialis. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm here. So let me try that. Um, my key point for anybody who's thinking of trying it is always try the lowest dose, low and slow. Um, I tried the highest dose that was available in the pill and had like all the flushing and all that stuff and craziness. But then I, I tapered it down. I titrated down. I got to a good level. And um, it is very reminiscent of being in high school. 
<laughs> or middle school when you just had these like random <laughs> interruptions that like you just couldn't restrict. Um, it's definitely that. So, it's you know, like it's something wind, to try. It's like the wind blows and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, what's funny. You just made that comment. Um, damn. Uh, Joe Coy is a comedian. And on Netflix, he had this whole conversation about him being a kid. And when he was younger, um, one time the ear, the wind blew his ear just right. <laughs> and he was a teenager. And it hit him the right way. He was like, damn, do I want to fuck the wind now? <laughs> it was a really funny skit. He's a, he's a funny dude. Right, so I got a lot of questions, but I don't really know if I want to know the go answers to this. So it's like legit Viagra or is it like well, some it's, like, uh, so it's like Spanish fly shit the... you see no, 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 no. It's real, but it's like, uh, I'll tell you the dude's name. I think his name was Roberto. I'm pretty sure. And that's not <laughs> racist. because Roberto. Dr. Roberto. Dr. Roberto. Um, <laughs> But he owns a lab, apparently, in Mexico, and they uh, do sildenafil, which is the primary component in those pills. And I guess he makes his own version. And like I said, it's it works. I mean, I don't think it's something at our age that we really need, but it was just interesting to be on a trip and just try something different. So I tried it. I came and saw Concord. Literally. And Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should have we should have Mrs. J as a guest though and get her get her take on this. She's like, nah, I don't want all that. I don't know about that shit. Placebo, maybe I don't know. Uh, we could have just been the vacation vibes. Mm. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That could be. I, like I said, I'm like you pointed out. I'm very relaxed now, and I'm trying to hold on to it for as long as I can. Um, this is gonna be so one of those see. episodes where like, you're gonna be the good person and I'm gonna be the angry one. I mean, just track it for all the viewers out there. Get your little bingo uh, connect podcast cards and figure out when I start getting pissy again. And then you'll know. By the way, the show's not, called, show's not called The Connect anymore, Jay. Oh, microaggressive. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at those old logos and they got me got nostalgic <laughs> for the... Uh, for the warm-up. Oh, that's what I did. That's what I did. Uh, in, in absence, I went to the archives, pulled up the uh, some shows. Oh, you and, did? Uh, yeah, edited one uh, and posted it. So, uh, yeah, a little ba- blast in the past. Uh, did you ever I, find those uh, AIM messages? I did not. God uh, damn it. That's yeah. going to be tight, yeah. I got a, yeah, I, I, I realized I'm having some problem with my old hard drives and now I'm afraid, like, what's on it. Um, uh, you know, it's like you don't want to take it to the like the computer store and be like, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. ignore ignore the folder that says, um High school work, um, right, right? Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go digging for that. But um, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna. I'm glad the Mexican Viagra worked out for you. Um, I think it's funny you was on a couple's cruise with your son, and then yeah. it was like, let me fuck with this Mexican Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta think about you sometimes, yo. Be a little selfish. Try I mean, to and then where else am I going to get Viagra? Like, I'm not going to go to my uh, PCP and be like, oh, so can you hook me up? Nah. Yeah, shout, um, out to, shout out to uh, pharmaceutical reps. So back in the day, my mom used to work at a, at a hospital. Oh, really? And this was before, like, all the new laws where, like, pharma reps couldn't get, can't give you, like, free shit. So, like, all my, like, school supplies growing up were, like, stuff from pharmaceutical companies like <laughs> Pfizer and shit. So like mm. I knew the name of like every like antidepressant back in the day because that was like the notebook I was writing on and the pens I had. I remember I had I guess it was a Pfizer rep gave my mom a bunch of Viagra pens. Mm. So I just had like Viagra pens. And then I wrote brought one to school the teacher was like, what is that? I'm like, I don't know, it's a pen. Um 
So shout out to that teacher. What did you know about Viagra? I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shout yeah. out that teacher. Shout out to that teacher. Um, yeah, what else happened while you were away? Um, I feel like there was something I wanted to say, but I completely forgot it. Trump is, um, you just reminded me. Now you just <laughs> you can go me. back to Trump. He was planning on some raids today. That's what uh, was supposed to happen today. Didn't you hear anything about that? Yeah, man. I think he said like he's going to hold off on it, but. Oh, sorry. Speaking of which, you just reminded me of some Oh, wow. Shit. The anger is coming back. Nah, <laughs> that that took all of 15 of minutes. I mean, I know we bring up Trump and then it all comes out. He was talking minutes. some bullshit about, uh, what was it? the Iranian probe or whatever, the drone that they shot down. Mm. And he's making this Iranian thing sound like a big deal. And he was being interviewed, I think it was like the last Friday, I think, this Friday. And he was talking about how um, he was ready to strike. He he described it like a movie. He was ready to strike and everybody was ready to strike and all of his yeah. top people were there and the generals and they were like, are the you best, ready, only sir? The we're best ready. People. Only the best Only the best. People. Only the best. Only the best. And he's like, well, before we start, can you tell me how many people will be hurt in this? And they're like, oh, let's get back to you. First off, if it's the general coming to the president and you're talking about bombing some people or harming some people, you already know that number. So you don't have to go and like check numbers and check your book. <laughs> so that was the first thing. And then he's like, oh, yeah, and the planes were ready. And I decided that we didn't want to risk these lives. So at that moment, I decided that we're just going to hold off on this. And as soon as he told that story, I was like, this is bullshit. First of all, you're releasing this like top secret information and telling how your top levels of organization work, which is stupid first off. Then you're talking about the fact that the general who was planning this attack didn't even know very basic information about it. And then you're making it seem like you're the one who was like saving these lives. You didn't do shit. So as soon as it went off, MSNBC just kind of ripped into him for being an idiot and being a liar. But um, I did not miss that Trump shit at but all. His, but his base is like... They don't care. You know, they don't they, care. They're having their Mexican Viagra moment with it. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my president. Oh, so powerful. Hurt those brown people. Um, Sarah Huckabee, did she leave? I feel like I saw that on a... On uh, she's going to leave or some shit. She's, oh, I thought he uh, fired her or something. Okay. No, no. she uh, She's stepping down. Oh, well, good. Good. Well, you know, you shit can't get any worse. Yeah. Actually, it probably could. That's the fucked up part. No, it'll go a um, more. Before All right, this is gonna be politics, yo. Shout out no. to Elizabeth Warren, yo. Like, I'm, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm on the Warren train right now. Um, so far she's saying the right things, so I can't hate on her. At this, she's point. fucking smart and she has ideas and she's effective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, yeah. And shout out to like, you know, all our people trying to run Kamala and and Corey and shit. Um, but yo, it's like I don't hear your policies. I don't hear. Um, and Kamala Harris was like a really effective uh, uh, attorney general in California, but I don't know. She's like not coming through with anything of substance. Cory Booker, he wasn't the best mayor in Newark. Um, and yeah, I'm going to say something that's kind of controversial. What's that? Um, <laughs> everybody running who is black is only half black. Is that, is that like the ceiling, you think? Um, I think that it is but a transitioning period. You can't. Yeah, I think that is true. Black. I think that's true. And nobody's going to say that, but I'm glad you pointed it out. I'm just saying. Um, it's true. It's true. People feel safer when they feel like they have some, you know, some skin in the game. Yeah. And, should I, should uh, I uh, play up my Costa Rican heritage, heritage if I run for mm-hmm. politics? There you go. Even though we're the black Costa Ricans. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
Don't look too hard. Don't look too hard. <laughs> yes, we're Jamaican, only one generation before that, but we was in Costa Rica for a minute. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna brush that off <laughs> and move on to something else. Um, yeah. What was I watching? Random. What? No, I'm gonna go. Uh, remember that song uh, Yoga with uh, Janelle Monae and Jadena? Like five years ago. Was it on his album? I think it was I on feel her like album. It was okay. All right. What about it? It's a good song. Also, what happened to that dude, Jadena? So it's funny he because like, his album he was had like a three album. songs. He did. He had a yeah. song called um, Trampoline or Trapeze, and it was about. Uh, yeah, strippers. It was good. He had a lot of good songs yeah. actually on that album. Yeah, and your man just disappeared. Well, the problem with rap right now is that people want trash rap. Let's just be honest about it. They want ratchet rap, and that's who you're seeing right now. He was coming out with that Janelle Monae wave, and then he did his own yeah. stuff that was pretty good. But that's not what people who are buying the music want to hear, for better or for worse. Unfortunately, so um, I hope he's doing something better than rap. At this point, yeah, I don't know. For everybody, every actor, every rapper tries to be an actor. So hopefully, uh, speaking of which, you get in that game. Common is everywhere, man. This guy is. This guy is suck, every dude. freaking movie. <laughs> yeah, every movie. You made a comment. Yeah, I went to this like uh, tech user conference or whatever. Tell me why you made Common is one of the like keynote speakers. I'm like, what are you talking about here, B? I didn't go. Um, yeah. But I was just like, yo, your man's at Microsoft commercial. I was like, what are you doing? What he was, doing? um, like, yeah, came shout out. out to him. I mean, he's trying to get his money in any way possible. I feel like he's grabbing for whatever demographic is going to pay him right now. He's talking about how um, he was messed up over uh, Erica Badu and how she sent him into depression or something like that after Damn, Erica. Erica is strong, B. Erica trapped some dudes. Like, Erica dates you and you start wearing different shit. Yeah, DOC, <laughs> Common, um, Andre. 3000. Uh, yeah. Who else? Jay Electronica, whose album still hasn't come out. I'm still Jay Electronica is shit. like forever in, she broke in purgatory. <laughs> she broke him. <laughs> I'm waiting for exhibit, uh, exhibit D and I'm not hearing it. So I'm pissed off about that. <laughs> yeah, Erica Badu, I will not cross you ever. I'm curious though. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm curious. I saw her on some show. Enough. I ain't she was enough. on some show, and um, was it a dating show? I don't know what it was, but she was on some. What uh, are those things when they the gymnasts they swing around in the rings and the silk scarves they like roll off of them? What is that? Well, it's like aerial acrobatics. Yeah. Anyway. Um, just her whole vibe. She seems pretty cool. So I can kind of get where these people are getting trapped. She is like, she is Fort Greene circa 1994 through 2007. <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah. is Erica Badu. And shout out to Erica. Um, but like she is, like she she walk in and it just smells like incense. That's, mm. that's Erica. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh. Yeah, shout out to Erica. I am at it. Yeah. She doesn't have a long career. Like she'll be around. I mean, she's been around for she's a minute, around, but she'll be around years. for a minute. Yeah. yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Um what else is gonna happen? Or what else is gonna happen? What else did happen? You know, um, what's funny is that you know how we did that thing where we were going through your apps and we were like rating people? Oh, blind tender. Blind tender. So I have a friend, female, 
my only female close friend, shout out to <laughs> Big T. Um, she's going through the you same thing. You do not thing. believe in friendships with women. I believe in genuine friendships with women, with women and not like forced relationships. So that says a lot that I'm saying Big T is my I know. female friend. But I know. Um, she's going through this whole uh, drought, this social media dating app drought. And it's funny because as we're talking, I told her to post the screenshots and just send me pics of these dudes. They're all <laughs> wacky. It's bad out there. Dude's named Kelvin and shit. Mm. <laughs> White bow ties and uh, and you know when guys people always take that picture with their arms open like uh that Brazilian Jesus oh, in front yeah. of like some big landscape. I'm so sick of that shit. Yeah. Anyway, no, the, the the picture that women do on the dating apps is like their arms like one up, one down, like in like stretched out neck, like and smiling like with some shit in the background. Is mm. kind of like that Brazilian Jesus, but like flip it. Um, <laughs> is and like I don't know. I see that picture. And I'm like, we're probably not going to get along. <laughs> 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 yeah, but shout out to uh, it's hard being a woman on dating apps, man. Like I'll oh, talk I, to my. I'm my looking at all this, and it's just like a whole bunch of sweet talk. Oh, that smile is so beautiful. No, nah, uh, can't wait not, to see not you. Even Literally, that. just want to see the smile in person. Blah, blah, and it's all bullshit. All these no, not even that. The like. Straight up, first message is like, "Yo, want to fuck?" Oh. And it's like, it's like yo, honestly though, like, it's like dudes that honk their horn at women in the street. Mm-hmm. All it take is one to like turn back, and they're like, "Yo, it works." They forget yeah, that it didn't that's work, true. right? So you know, you send that message, you catch someone the right day, and she's like, "Yeah, why not?" <laughs> and then your man's like, "All right." <laughs> I believe that's called the spray and pray uh, game. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Roberto will be in business. Um, yeah, yeah, it's hard being a woman out here. Yeah, especially because at least, at least in in real life, like if you got a bar or something or a party, you gonna be you gonna be that direct. Now you got to look somebody in the eye, you know, and like hold yeah. a straight face. Yeah, um, and then like you know, you can't say it, your voice can't crack. You know, you gotta come real with it. <laughs> Online, no, you just copy paste, copy paste. So. Uh, it's nice to know that my competition out there is bad. What's slim to none? I'm gonna send you these as we Don't, talk. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. B. Nah, you got it. Some of these you got to see. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I like I'll go on dates. So people are like, yo, you're so you're so communicative. I'm like, really? All I'm doing is like asking questions. They're like, it's bad out there. I'm like, really? <laughs> it's like that. It bad? is. Yeah. It is a wasteland, man. Damn. Yeah, man. Well, you know, we, we're overpopulated in the planet anyway, so some of us shouldn't be procreating. So. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So keep that keep that Mexican Viagra breaking case of emergency only, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> You've got I'm one. I'm saying don't rule it out. Yo. Don't knock it. I'm sure you don't need it, uh, but, you know. It's, it's, Damn right. It's, Damn right. But if you I remember do... those those teenage boners, yo, that's, yeah. uh, so it recreates like, that. I don't know. You know, I could say this because it is not um, – it's not something I'm gonna have to deal with anytime soon. I hope, but like, so, so I realized like the things in life that would be like, all right, I'll pose you the question to you first. If what would be like the worst thing to happen to you, like you know, not like you know someone you love dying or whatever, but like mm-hmm. you physically, right? Like, would it be like losing your legs? Would it be like, um, you know, losing your eyesight? Like, what, what? What are the what are the top three or like I don't know top one like physical things that or worst things that would happen to you that would really fuck up your quality of life? 
Uh, what do you value the thumbs? My thumbs. <laughs> That's a big one. That's very specific. It's very specific, but you're a damn thumbs. Uh, so yeah, my thumbs, my opposable thumbs. And uh, I would say eyesight. You know, a lot of people with diabetes, I don't have diabetes, but a lot of people who have it end up getting like uh, complications with the eyes as a result. I would never want to lose vision. That's a huge thing. Um, what else? Opposable thumbs, vision. And uh, you know what? The ability to walk. It was interesting on this trip that I saw a lot of um, older African-American people who just looked... There were at least three dudes who were um, stroke victims, definitely. And you could see the look on their face. They just felt like they mm-hmm. weren't enjoying this trip. Even though you're going around, you're seeing like five different places all on one trip. But they were very much restricted by their wheelchairs and um, handicap accessible ramps and everything. So, yeah, my ability to walk, thumbs, and vision. Those would be the top ones, I would say. Thumbs is so specific. I'm still fascinated. Try not to tape your thumbs. You you had like no hesitation. You're like opposable thumbs. Yeah. (laughs) That's a huge Uh, one. Tape tape your thumbs up and then see how you get through life. In the course of a day. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I mean, I used, I've like worked with people that, you know, had issues with the hands and like, uh, you know, they made it work. Obviously it was not easy, but you know, Thumbs um, though. Thumbs. thumbs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thumbs. Um, cool. Um I realized for me it would be my hearing. Um, like I like music too much. Like I like sounds. Like I think I'm very like sound triggered memories. So if I couldn't hear, I think that would fuck me up a lot. Um I feel less hyped over like losing my like vision. It's like they got good seeing eye dogs. We good. Um, nah, but like, hearing. Nah, like I don't know. Like it sounds crazy, but would you want to never be able to hear music again? I mean, I could hear like vibrations and shit, but you mean completely hear, completely not hear music? Yeah, that would suck. But I'd rather lose my hearing than lose my vision. People talk a lot of bullshit. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this. Like eighty to ninety percent of what they say is bullshit anyway. So yeah, music would suck losing that, but. <laughs> like every day-to-day conversations i'm not i'm not mad at that maybe that's the person no you see i've I've learned i've learned to cut off most of actually no that's not true i was very triggered in a line today just these like two bros being very bro you know just like just shut up you're not saying anything um all right but losing my hearing um i really like um dementia or like alzheimer's like losing my memory like like if i was also if i was conscious of the fact that i was losing my memories it would like fuck me That'd be sad. Yeah. That'd be sad. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, 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 I'd give up the thumbs. I'd, I'd keep the memories. Mm-hmm. Um, and then thumbs, the whole thing that sparked this, um, I would, I would be a little upset if I lost my, uh, my healthy libido. Uh, I know yeah. it's inevitable. Yeah. They say, mm-hmm. they say it's inevitable, but like, I like, okay, maybe, maybe, okay. Maybe I'll phrase it differently. Like if you lost that, part of yourself literally or figuratively or emotionally or whatever mm-hmm. like i don't know i feel like that's uh, yeah i feel like it's not like the go to dr roberto and get it back type shit like if you just couldn't like yeah i hear that yeah so 
I'll take my thumbs. Take my thumbs. I don't need them shit. Um, Same when you get when you get okay, deep into that libido, you need your thumbs. I don't know if you knew, but uh, think back. I don't to know what you doing, man. <laughs> you need those thumbs. I don't know what you doing. <laughs> uh, this it could be a thumb free zone. Um, you know what I think is interesting though. Um, you run now. You do a lot of running. You do a lot of marathons. I feel like half marathons, half marathons. Half, regardless, like that cardio to your lower body will accomplish. Uh-huh. I feel like the same thing as the pills because it's all about like increasing the you know the diameter of blood vessels delivering more blood to that area but if you're running and doing all that stuff with your lower body anyway you're achieving that in a just in a different way so keep running tell these old people with low libidos keep running because i've i've done like the running i've done like my little regimen where i do like a month where i'm running a couple of miles every day feeling great feeling good blood is flowing where it needs to flow um so i definitely feel that difference with the pills that I did when I was running. So, you know, natural, natural sildenafil. Just get on a freaking treadmill huh. and run a little bit. All right. Well, well, thank you. I'll remember that the next time I'm in a race and cannot, uh, <laughs> do not want to finish. <laughs> so I will say, uh, I, know, I, I don't mean this to sound <laughs> at all like a chauvinist. Uh, what? Oh, I was making a literal joke. You me? said finishing, and I was trying to be uh, clever. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Well done. Um, there definitely have been some races, and I, I, I've asked this to other runners, so this isn't like being like chauvinist or a pig or whatever. Sometimes you like in a race, man, and you just like you just lock in on like a good butt in front of you. Really? And you just like you just like you just chase it, basically. I don't know. I, I mean, thoughts. it's like yo, it's like part of running is like. Wow, there's some really beautiful human bodies. Uh, human bodies can do amazing shit, and like sometimes you just see a nice butt, and you just keep running. And then it get real sad though when they run much faster and you can't chase it anymore. You just like oh. <laughs> feels like high school all over again. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I know you're like a germaphobe, so the idea of like people sweating is like gonna yeah. kill that for you. But yeah, you know when um. No, do what you gotta do. That comparison. It's I just like you, I thought you were gonna say was that. <laughs> what? What, are you gonna, what did you think I was gonna say? Because you might be right. Tell me. Nah, I was gonna go someplace different. I'm very curious where you were about to go. Uh, no, nah, I'm just thinking hygiene stuff. Like a sweaty butt's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not attractive. All right, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is the episode where listenership will drop off tremendously. Um. No, I thought you were going to say that you're doing all that running and you need the thumbs to when you swing your arms. That's what I thought you were going to say. What? I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. You know, like when you're you... running and you like swing your arms? Yeah. Don't, you, don't your thumbs naturally go up? I thought you were going to say that if I didn't have thumbs, <laughs> I couldn't run. Oh, no, that's what reached me. me up. <laughs> I'm definitely focused on sweaty yeah. asses. Okay, we're going like to edit this whole part out. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh. Cool. Um. Straight. Straight. Um. Gonna segue from sweaty butts. It's hard to do. I know. I know. It's very hard to do. Uh. Shout out to Canada for taking the National Basketball Association championship. Oh, I don't understand yeah, how yeah. Canadians can have our championship. <laughs> and I don't think anyone on the team is actually Canadian. So whatever, Toronto. Whatever, Drake, yes. sit down. 
got it. Toronto was nice. Toronto. Toronto. Uh, Drake is a Canadian. Uh, always nice. He needs to just sit corny. down for a little bit. He's a corny dude. It's interesting because he was a corny dude, but then he could rap well, and he could rap in rap. You can be whoever you want. So he kind of led people who didn't know about okay. him. He could rap okay. He's like he's kind of witty. He's kind of yeah. witty. Yeah, he's kind of witty. Yeah, I'll give it to you. So he can rap okay. You're not putting him against like Black Thought. Come on. Oh no 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 no. I mean for like mainstream pop, like he does what he needs to do to get that viewership. Um, he was talking though. I think it was the dad that was talking about how a lot of his lyrics were um, exaggerated, and he had a connection with the mom. But the way Drake does it in his songs, it makes it seem like the dad was never there and is always asking for money, and that wasn't the case. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, you can be an actor when you're a rapper. And a lot of people do, so it's perfect that an actor became a rapper because he can just push that whole thing forward. Um, but yeah, when he does like when he acts like Aubrey, what's his last name? Graham. <laughs> you can see oh, the corniness man. come off. Like you can see who he really is. Um, he's always dick riding a, a sports team. I don't know why. Um, that's weird as an adult, and just being at the level you're at, it would be like I don't know. I mean, Spike Lee does it. I mean, Jack Nicholson does it. A lot of these dudes do it. Yeah, but you do it for one team. He was doing like uh, Kentucky for the NCAA. He was doing um, Serena at one point. He was I doing. Mean, he, uh, he was dating Toronto. Serena. Yeah, but it's just like too much, too much riding. Just, just shut up. Just buy the ticket and sit there. <laughs> shut up. Yeah, he's like the official ambassador. Um, that was like saying you're just a human mascot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to mascots. Don't, 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 you know, sully the name of a good mascot. But even when he tries to be like a little edgy, that Drake still comes out. He was wearing, um, who is it? Uh, Steph Curry's dad. Uh, he had on his Toronto jersey. Yeah. But he had it, it was like a ripped mismatched one that was connected with, it was a Del Curry Toronto's Raptor jersey. So yeah, he's trying to like act like he hates steph curry but at the same time you're bigging up his dad yeah and then wearing a jersey to honor him it's like shut up like pick pick what side you're gonna be on it's, I know. you got a tattoo with like his number be the villain shit. yeah it's just weird stuff yeah i don't know who's doing that nobody's doing that it's weird know. drake uh speaking of canadians though the dude the knicks just drafted i think is actually canadian who was he what's his name rj barrett or whatever the dude from duke mm-hmm. okay yeah that's been our that's been our next moment. Um, <laughs> shout, out, <laughs> shout out to the Knicks. No, did you see these pictures I'm sending you though? No, of uh, no big T's. <laughs> I don't need to see other dudes on. It is and it's sad. Oh it's my sad. god! Really? Wow! With the white bow tie. With the bow tie. Oh oh! I, the first one I saw was the dude with the black bow tie. And that's mm-hmm. a mad awkward selfie. If you try to take a selfie, be at least like position a shit, right? <laughs> oh, hmm. That might have been the best position, you know. Oh, and this is the same dude with the sunglasses inside. Take the sunglasses uh, off, B. Yeah, it is. Take the sunglasses with the off. Young, with the young shirt, the young suit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It looked like he just got dressed up for, for Easter service. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? So it was bad everywhere. That's that's the take home message for me. People. Oh, and this is go outside. Go this to was your man's first message to her. Oh, yeah. oh God, yeah. you are gorgeous with that yeah. smile. Be easy. Mm-hmm. Be easy. 
Yeah, I feel like I just started a consulting service for these dudes. You should. Yeah. Just don't be <laughs> it could really help some people. Yeah. I'm helping people through this podcast through the power of our words. Yeah. We should send it. We should we should tell her to reply to them with the with this episode. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Yo, you want a chance to listen to this advice. <laughs> yeah, why do grown men wear bow ties? I, I'm f- it's just not a good look, generally. I've never purchased a bow tie. I think my mom did when I was a kid, but they're just weird. Uh, they just look stupid. I've only known cartoon characters that have bow ties. So for an adult human male to put one on just seems ridiculous. Yeah. Your man your man looks like the shirt collar is like he's fighting with. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm now I'm sounding like an asshole. See? That I told you I'm becoming you this episode. Um Wow. Wow, that's bad, B. What's up with your man's chin hair patch? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? What is he doing? It's like... He's going for like a V. Yeah, it's like he rests his chin on, on something. He got like a little cushion. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and under the lip too. Wow, mm. okay. Yeah. Oh, this just, this just increased my confidence. Jesus. Yeah, that's what you need to do. That's... Before you go out for the night, just like pick the alternative. Feel good about yourself. Now nah, she just holds it up. It's like, me or this? What do you want? <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, that's that's my dating philosophy. I will be the last one standing. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. No. How do I delete this off my, my text history? I do not need this in my phone. It's there. It's in your brain now. I know. Oh, that's that's bad, B. Oh, there's that shit. Um, so the company, the conglomerate, the German conglomerate that owns like Krispy Kreme and a bunch mm-hmm. of companies. Yeah. It's like all this shit came out. There's like this crazy history that the founder was essentially like a Nazi and ended up marrying this woman who was Jewish, whose, fathers was, whose father was killed by the Nazis. And mm-hmm. like now, her like the like heirs to this company have this like complicated ass history, right? Because they're like, yeah, Jewish on one side, Nazis on the other side, and now it's like coming mm-hmm. out. Um, so do you like not buy Krispy Kreme donuts now? You know what I mean? Well, two things. I think when I first heard about this uh, family, I'm pretty sure they made some point of donating like eleven million dollars. Yeah. I remember that number for some reason. Um, second thing is that they just announced in uh, downtown Manhattan. They're coming out with the world's or the country's largest Krispy Kreme factory where they'll basically show you the uh, donuts going through the glaze waterfall and all that stuff. Yeah. So I think Krispy Kreme is going to be doing good. And I remember the factory that I saw in Vegas where they had the little donuts going through everything right by the window and I bought like a dozen. So I feel like if I walk past that window in Manhattan, I'm still going to buy Krispy Kremes. They're very right. light and airy, sweet and delicious. Yeah, it's like at what, at what point do you like let the past be the past, especially if they've done their best to acknowledge it, right? Which I think is what like, it is. is they, you just not... have to admit everything is dirty. Like everything is dirty. There was uh, the show, The Good Place, that was on NBC, and mm. um, basically they're in heaven and they're trying to figure out who gets to come into heaven, and they realize there's some blockage, and for the longest time nobody's been able to come into heaven. So they're reviewing somebody's records and they look and they see, oh, this guy brought, you know, flowers to his mom or his wife, you know, every weekend and went to go visit his grandparents. 
And then like, wait a minute, um, those flowers were actually picked by an underpaid worker um, who was being deprived of healthcare funds. So he's dirty from the get go. Like we're all dirty everywhere. Um, so any of these like strikes yeah. and petitions and everything, you think you're hurting, you know, um, Remy Martin. And then you find out that they're the owners of Louis Vuitton. Like, yeah, you can't do anything like every everybody's dirty. Yeah. So that that was the segue to you. Did you hit a shit? Maybe you were still going. They had a hearing in Congress about reparations. And uh, I heard I heard had, something uh, about Danny Glover. Yeah, Danny Glover was Speaking there. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, now I remember what I was going to talk about. But okay, anyway, so Mitch McConnell, Speaker of the House, looks like a turtle. Um, and I'm not yeah. trying to be an asshole. He actually no, he looks, looks like, like a turtle. Goddamn turtle. He looks like a turtle. Um, yo, genetically, sometimes you got that that string that stringy neck. It's just he is he is who he is. All of God's creatures like are beautiful. Apparently, yeah. yeah. He's a turtle with opposable thumbs. Um, <laughs> so he was like, he doesn't believe in reparations because it's something. You know, it happened 150 years ago, and we shouldn't be paying for something from 150 years ago. And then your Which man, Tanahisi Coates. Tanahisi yeah. Coates went hard on him. And he was like, cool, the speaker was alive for the redlining of Chicago and the plundering of $4 billion of black wealth from their neighborhoods. I believe the people were like a word with their speaker. Like, <laughs> the speaker was alive for poll taxes. The speaker was alive. And it was just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I made that joke before, but like slavery obviously didn't happen because no white person in America will ever claim that their family had anything to do with slavery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're like, we just got here in the 70s. I was like, okay. <laughs> but it's like, it's uh, bring up the Krispy Kreme shit because it's like, I will say that, yeah, it, the Nazi connection is like, it makes me think, but okay, the families acknowledge it, the companies acknowledge it. America is like that stubborn fucking old dude can't fucking ever admit a mistake. Yeah. It's like, just admit slavery was fucked up and everything in America was built on the backs of it. Everything. So if America could just like, like just admit that like, yo, we all are part of like some really dirty shit, right? Like Mm -hmm. every big university on the East coast built, built on slaves. Um, literally or figuratively. Um, Central Park, you know, like all this shit, like just like, let's just admit it. And then like, we could fucking heal. You know what I mean? It's like, you refuse to admit that like, you got a problem with your leg and you just keep walking on it and then you break the shit even more. Um, like, let's like stop fronting. Like there's not racism. There's not systemic shit. Um, and then we can move the fuck on, like, or at least try to, but when the fucking speaker of the house is like reparations are bullshit. Cause it happened a while ago. It's like, okay, rich white man from, I believe he's from Kentucky. Like, like let's not uh, let's not dig too far back into how your family got to where they were, and don't do that. I got here on my own. No one got here on their own, dude. Yeah, no one did. I hate that bullshit. It's like, come on. Ugh. It's like pull so yourself annoying. up from your bootstraps. That's the problem. America sells you the lottery ticket, but they don't tell you the odds. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like you want to hate on welfare. Stop giving people mortgage credits, uh, mortgage tax deduction credits. That's another type of, wa- of welfare. That's literally handing government money to, to people. You know what I mean? I so like, more so evident now when you look at again this administration and how um, even like the quote unquote top people can latch onto a lie and just believe it to their death. Um, 
Mitch McConnell is latched onto that lie, and I don't think you're ever going to convince that guy that what reality is. Um, they just latch onto it. That's their world. And if that shatters and if that breaks, then other things break, and they just don't want to admit that stuff. So they'll, they'll fight it to their last day, That's a, last breath. If you could just make it, if you could just make it human, right? It's like people are like affirmative action sucks. Blah 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 blah. It's like okay, cool. So imagine you're like driving down the road, and somebody's car breaks down, and you see them on the side of the road. Like, would you maybe pick them up and you know? get them to the gas station, probably human to human, right? Because you'd probably be like, yo, it's not their fault. Their car broke down. Like they're trying to get someplace. Like they're just trying their best. And like, I'm able to help. Um, But systemically, (laughs) if you're like, yo, there's a group of people that have been fucked over and shit on for (laughs) like, maybe let's like give them a little bit of help. It's not saying that you're rebuilding the fucking car. It is not saying that you're giving up your car. (laughs) You know, it's like, yo, you, yo, you got a flat tire here. Take my keys. Nah, you're not saying that. Um, so, you know, even these people who are against affirmative action, if you broke it down on a human level, they'd probably not be a dick. You know, they'd probably are, sorry, an ass, you know, let's make it non-gendered. Um, they probably wouldn't be an ass. They'd probably help people out. Um, but then you mentioned something like affirmative action or, pro- or different types of programs, then they're going to get stuck up. And it's like, okay, let's talk about, even if you weren't here for slavery, your, your family came in here um, as immigrants. A lot of immigrants got a lot of help, you know? Like, they were helped out by the church, or they were helped out by immigrants who got here before them, you know what I mean? So, let's stop acting like everyone is, like, it's like self-made 100%. It's like immaculate conception. Everyone's life is immaculate conception. Just came out of nowhere perfect. Like... Yeah, man. So the thing I saw um, this movie out here, uh, I think we talked about it when it was coming out. Danny Glover was in it. Um, it's called The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Um, oh, I think you I would, that. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, if it comes out to New York, you should watch it. Um, I'd be curious right. your thoughts. Um, What's the plot? Quick plot. So I don't want to give too much away. So it was basically um, uh, these two friends, two black friends uh, in San Francisco. And it's kind of this one dude is really got this obsession with his family's house. And uh, there's a lot of twists and turns about the house, but it tries to speak on a lot of shit happening in San Francisco, like mm-hmm. um, gentrification, like people getting displaced, identity, what it means to be part of the city. Um, and, uh, you know, it does show parts of San Francisco that are, you know, parts that people don't see all the time or don't think about like where the black people live, like all five of us. Um, and I actually, when I went to see it, I like randomly the director and like some of the people in the movie were, they came to do a Q and a afterwards. So that was interesting to see, but, um, yeah, man, it was, um, you know, having lived here for a little bit, you know, I definitely can relate to it. I look at it differently. Um, but yeah, I think it's. Uh, I'd be curious your thoughts if you get to see it. It's definitely like an indie movie. Um, but yeah, pretty well, pretty well done. I'll be curious to watch it if it comes on. Yeah, what are we listening to this week? Uh, I don't know. What what? I've been listening to shit. The, I've been listening the to mood? the um the the soundtrack for the show Pose, which is this oh, Netflix yeah. show about drag queen drag queens by us. This has been talking about for a while. 
I finally saw like FX. FX. Oh, so why am I watching it on Netflix? Because it's probably the maybe it's seasons. on Netflix now. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Anyway, um, it's it, it was good actually. Uh, I'm up to like the fourth episode, but the soundtrack, I think you would really like like a lot of dance and club hits. All right. Um, that you definitely know. So on Spotify, they have the first two volumes. And I was playing that last night. So might be a, a disco club night playlist. Happy uh, Father's Day, too. Shout out to me. <laughs> yeah, you missed uh, the... Was that the day you got yourself the uh, um, Mexican Viagra? Uh, it might have been, but <laughs> not uh, by coincidence, definitely. Uh, yeah. Do you care about Father's Day? Not really. Um, it's arbitrary in the same way that a lot of holidays are. Um, nobody said happy Father's Day to me on the boat, though. Now that I think about it, it's kind of fucked up. And yeah, I, uh, think I did. I sent you. A, I sent you a WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, you did. My dad did too. I sent one of him too. But I um, mean, yeah, it's a it's a crazy holiday. Maybe it's because I'm not deep enough. It's only been two, three years into the game, but it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything different than what I do every day. So I don't think I need attention for it. Well, unlike a lot of men, you're actually being a father. So good for you. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah, I remember I remember I told you that time I was like trying to look for this Chris Rock joke online and I went I didn't remember like everything, but I remember some of the punchline. This is like back way back in the day. It was like Alta Vista or some shit, like Yahoo mm-hmm. before Google. And um so I like put in as much as I could and I searched. And then I ended up on this website that, and I found the joke. I was like, ah, straight. And then I looked at what the website was. It was this white supremacist website. And oh. <laughs> they had like Chris Rock jokes. And I was like, ah, it's really about the messenger. Um, That's interesting. And I remember one of the jokes on that site. I don't know why I remember this years later. It said, what is the most confusing holiday in Harlem? It's like Father's Day. Yeah. 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 I've heard that one. Yeah. Before, yeah. I was like, ah, ha ha. <laughs> Fuck you, comedy. <laughs> Fuck you, racist comedy. Um, but yeah, I guess if Chris Rock made that joke, I'd probably laugh, though. So. <laughs> I don't know. I think I um, now that you say that, I can see him doing the delivery of it, wearing yeah. a black leather jacket. <laughs> With something like Jerry Coljuice from his fade. <laughs> um, yeah, so Pride Month. So here was my question, and it was sparked by something that happened at work the other day. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, you're watching Pose and like RuPaul. Apparently, RuPaul has a daytime talk show now. I didn't even know that. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, and like there's like the drag race and all this stuff. And this year is like a very important uh, anniversary for Pride and like the Stonewall uh, riots and everything in New York in the Village back in the day. Has it become to the point of like menstrually, like the drag and the you know it's like. Pride is now like commodified, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Every company's logo has like a Pride version, and like Nike sells like Pride sneakers. And my Uber trail is a uh, rainbow, actually. Yeah, I don't know if that's yeah. And like, yeah, it's like great that like it's getting visibility, and but is it is it being co opted by like people that forgot the struggle, and particularly I think around like the drag and the like ball culture, which, um, you know, I think we talked about this once, like all that, like Yas queen and stuff like yeah. that came from like, all that came from like all people like black and brown yeah. people who like 
did all this shit. And then like Madonna co-opted it and everything. So like that, it's already been co-opted from back then. And now it's just so mainstream. So what happened is at work, you know, we're doing like a pride happy hour and all this stuff and led by like our pride affinity group. And so they're uh, getting people to donate to charity. And when you donate, you can vote for which one of the executives you want to dress up um, and drag for the happy hour. So uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Okay. So, you know, everyone's like, ha ha laughing. And then they put up a picture of like a Photoshop picture of one of the, the executives that was in the lead um, in a Photoshop picture of it happened to be a man, a dude, uh, this guy in drag. Mm-hmm. And, like got like raucous, like everyone's laughing and like it was well done Photoshop, right? I guess like I had a moment though and I was laughing too. I was just like, what if there's somebody in the office who's like struggling with like gender identity and like wants to, you know, maybe like, you know, dress, you know, different than, you know, the the gender that, that people subscribe them yeah, to. Yeah. Would that would that whole moment have made them feel uncomfortable? You know what I mean? And Absolutely. Like and then I think, place. yeah, but I think also for those people who are being nominated, maybe it's something they're not comfortable with and they're just not voicing their opinion because it's kind of like, oh, just go with the flow. And if you get chosen, you get chosen. Like there are a lot of such, uh, a lot of points in that story where people could feel, a, definitely feel a certain type of way. Um, and I thought it was interesting, right? Like it's amazing how like pride has now, at least in granted, we live in major cities like San Francisco, New York. So it's probably different in other places, but pride has become like almost like watered down and defanged. Right. It's like, yeah, yeah. Of course you're going to go dress up in drag. It's like, maybe I, I don't like costumes of anything. Right. Like, <laughs> like I wouldn't want to dress up in drag cause I don't like dressing up like shit. Um, and, but you know, let's say it was Black History Month. And it was like, donate to the NAACP and then vote for which executive is going to like do like rap karaoke or something. Like, I don't know. Like, I would feel yeah, crazy yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. I agree. So, and even if like Black people had suggested it, the same way it's like, well, you know, it was the, your affinity group, your like LGBT affinity group that's doing this. It was just like one of those moments where I was like, one, why is this okay? Right? Why is it okay to like... And you could say like, yeah, part of the reason pride is so celebratory is because it was like a conscious reclaiming and making it carnivalesque and making it fun, um, you know, after like all the oppression that the LGBT community has had. Um, but is it, I don't know, are we, are we forgetting that like, this is people's lives, yeah. It's not just, I don't know, it's not just something to do for fun, yeah. you know, so yeah that's a great point um i feel you yeah i definitely do and like why just pride like if somebody tried to like dress up in blackface for black history month they'd be like no um but it's okay it's like okay dress up like a drag queen we're okay with that i don't know yeah 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 so uh what have we learned this week we've learned that you are a nicer person post-vacation I am. So I don't know why people aren't doing this every week. <laughs> but yeah, travel, get out there and get this sun because it's the 22nd and the 21st was not the first day of summer. The 22nd was, now it's the 23rd. Um, go outside, 
Uh, we learned that Mitch McConnell's a dick. He's also a turtle. Um, yeah. He's a dick. To yeah. Me. What else? We learned that you can um, think you're doing things the right way and the accepting way and still be assholes. <laughs> Trying to sum up the, uh, the the moral of that story that you told me about just now, yeah. with the whole you should uh, learn that you should dragon. never you should never feed a damn coyote. Feed coyotes, don't feed a freaking coyote. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to that coyote. I hope I hope you took care of business. Um, uh, shout out to Doctor Roberto. Uh, you learned that um, when when in a uh, country with looser pharmacy laws, uh, take advantage. Go of them. for it. <laughs> We also learned that Jay has very, very strong feelings about his opposable thumbs, and uh, as we all should, won't lose them. <laughs> as we all should. Um, yeah, you came with it so quick though that you wanted no, you wanted to never lose your thumbs. Because <laughs> I realized how important they are. Just, just for the next thirty minutes, just tie your thumb to your your pointer finger, and just do your everyday thing, and figure out what I've been known for for the longest but like in the in the stack rank of things that was just like that was just like so high for you so high <laughs> try it and see amazing and then, and then report back <laughs> alright one alright